Welcome back to the Elicitor Spaces podcast. It's been about a year since our last episode. Um, a lot has happened from then to now, as you can maybe tell. Uh, Colin will not be here for this episode, so it'll be me, Morgan, alone. Hopefully we'll have him back in the next few episodes, and hopefully we can have some guest stars to fill in from then. But, yeah, this is our fourth episode. We're back, and we have some interesting things to talk about today. Okay, so, I could do a little summary from the last time we had an episode. Um, so, we had the whole Patriot season happen from then, the whole Celtics regular season um, approaching the NFL draft in the next few weeks. Um, but before I get into more recent stuff, I'd like to talk about the, uh, Patriots last season. So, they did start 2-4, and four, I believe, went on a 6 or so win streak, and had the one seed at some point. Um, they had a pretty good season, Mac Jones looked great. A lot of the rookies did too. It was one of the best uh, draft classes the Patriots have ever I've ever seen from them. Uh, Forrest Mac Jones, first round pick. He was one of the candidates for rookie of the year. He would have won it if it wasn't for Jamar Chase Chase's performance. Um, he also made the Pro Bowl that year. He wasn't voted initially, but he still uh, made it. Second round, he had Christian Barmore, the tackle, who was an absolute steal. And he's very good. He can be a very good um, defensive lineman sometime in the future. Uh, some other, another draft pick, Ramondre Stevenson running back. He's very good as well. Um, they had a very good season. They kind of fell short. They were kind of very lackluster. End of the season, losing to the Dolphins, the Bills, um... The Colts, which they were the ones who ended the winning streak. I believe they finished 10-7. Um, they were first round exits in the playoffs against the division rival Buffalo Bills, who absolutely destroyed them. Very sad to see that. But hey, I believe they'll be good next few years. Legit contenders. Um, they'll be tough this year, especially since the Bills just get better and better, especially since they have Vaughn Miller now, and the Dolphins got Tyreek Hill, the Jets will still be the Jets, um, but I believe the Patriots could still finish second, they're not, they have very limited cap space right now, they also lost J.C. Jackson, very sad to see, so the cornerbacks, not very good right now, um, it'll be interesting to see then, um, yeah, and then the Celtics season, um, Started off very, very iffy. Um, there's multiple points where I believe Ime Udoka could have or should have been fired. Um, Jason Tatum looked like he was the only light on that on this team. And, um, but after the All Star break, Jason Tatum was the All Star. He was an All Star, and Jalen Brown should have been over a few of the replacements. Um, but all of them did deserve it, of course. They looked very good after the break, the all-star break. 
um, the bench finally got together. Al Horford, who also believes should have been gone because he just looked like a liability on the court, became pretty good um, offensively and defensively. Um, of course, they traded for Derek White, who is a good uh, addition on the bench. Um, also, he, they, or to get him, they had to trade Josh Richardson, Josh Richardson who I am very fond of. Uh, just a great chemistry builder. They traded, traded Jen, Dennis Schroeder for Daniel Tice, which I think was good. It looked bad initially, but Tice, I forgot how, he was, I forgot he was a starter when he was on the Celtics. So, he looked very nice. So, and then, now Celtics won this amazing, they won amazing runs. They had, I think, single digits losses at the end of the, um, regular season. They beat very many good teams. Uh, I was at one of the games, the Bulls, Celtics last game. They looked very good then. Jason Tatum, not so much, but hey, Jason Tatum, it's fine. He is an all-star for a reason, and he'll definitely be very helpful and very good during the playoffs. Um, of course, Rob, Robert Williams, he got injured. He'll be back, maybe first round. That's helpful. If they can get past first round, he'll definitely be back for second. One more thing before I get to the current news. Red Sox also had their season. Um, last episode we were, it was kind of the start of the season. Uh, and now it's the start of the season. Um, Red Sox were very good last season. Um, they got Kyle Schwarber. I remember trade deadline. Um, and that went out great. They have a wild card team in playoffs beat Yankees. I believe there was a walk-off. Um, then it might have been Alex Verdugo who had that walk-off. It was in a home run of a double off the wall. Then they played the Rays first round, and they looked absolutely amazing. Kike Hernandez looked absolutely amazing. Um, there was a walk-off from Christian Vasquez during that series. I remember watching that game. That was amazing. And the announcer also predicted, not really predicted, but he said only a few catchers have hit walk-off home runs before. A minute later, that happens. Um, and they ultimately lose the Houston Astros in the ALCS, uh, after they did win two games, so they kind of choked, they lost that momentum at the end. Um, this season, again, still start of the season, I believe they're a 500 record right now, not many wins, so nothing to be too worried about or too concerned about right now. Um, they get Trevor's story, which is huge, but, uh... They did not re-sign Bogarts or Devers yet. Both of them are unhappy with that. So it's be something to watch. Hopefully, nothing bad happens between those two, between these two, and we can re-sign them. Now to the current news: NBA playoff time. I will be giving my picks for the NBA playoffs. Hopefully. Next episode, we either have Khan or a guest star. Uh, 
they can get us our predictions and opinions about that. So, at the time I'm recording this, the, the final plan games for um, the 10th, not 10th seed, excuse me, 8th seed are happening. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks will play the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the LA Clippers will be playing the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, to start that off, I think the Cavs will win against the Hawks because they have Jared Allen will be most likely or have a chance of playing that game. Even without them, they're very um, competitive against the Nets. Um, there's Garland, of course, as an all-star. And I think the Atlanta Hawks are a somewhat overrated team. Besides Trey Young, they don't have too much else. And I'm honestly not a fan of Trey Young. Um, that. And then I got the Pelicans winning against the Clippers because as of today, Paul George has tested positive for COVID-19. And he is under health and safety protocol, so he won't be playing the game. So I feel like Pelicans could win this game, especially with how Brendan Ingram is playing this season. Okay. So, my predictions for these playoffs. We'll start with the Western Conference. Uh, we'll have Phoenix playing the 8 seed. I have a being Phoenix, not Phoenix, New Orleans. So easily, the Phoenix should win that game. The Phoenix best team in the NBA. Um, so they should be winning that game. Uh, I don't really feel like I have to analyze that too much. It's just somewhat obvious. Just Devin Booker, Chris Paul, all those guys, absolutely dominant. Then I have. And then we have um, the Grizzlies playing the Timberwolves. It would be a pretty interesting series. Um, Timberwolves definitely could put up a fight. But ultimately, Grizzlies are one of the hottest teams right now. John Morant. And and without John Morant, they had an amazing record. So they could easily, easily win this team. And they have a pretty good chance, I'd say, at contending for the championship. At... Three and six, we have the Warriors and the Nuggets. We got Steph Curry and his team versus who I believe the MVP, um, Nikola Jokic, um, and his Denver Nuggets. The Warriors will win this. Um, Nuggets don't have anyone outside of Jokic. Um, they do have, um, I can't remember his name right now, but, um, Hopefully, your listeners know who I am talking about. Um, yeah, but besides Jokic, who else do they have that's consistent? Last year, I'd say so, because Michael Porter was good last year. Um, they, had, they got Aaron Gordon from the trade deadline last year. But this year, not so much. Um, Nuggets, I feel like it won't be too much of a competition. Warriors, also a very good team. Um, of course, you know, wise, um, you know, Stephen Curry, one of the great shooters of all time, 
someone like Jordan Poole, Clyde Thompson will put up 20, at least 20 points per game. Um, you know, yeah, the rookie Jonathan Kaminga, who is very, I believe, is good. He can be, he has a good future ahead of him. Um, oh, the person I was thinking of for Nuggets was Jamal Murray. They don't have him. But, yeah, Warriors should win that series, I'd say, in six, five or six, six at most. And then, at four and five, you have the Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. Um, for me, Dallas Mavericks, even though they'll be missing Luka for a few games, they could still pull it out, um, even though I still strongly believe Outside Luca, they don't really have anyone else besides Dinwiddie. Um, but they're still a pretty solid team. The Jazz, not much going on with them. Donovan Mitchell is great. Rudy Gobert is great defensively. But um, at the end of the day, they've been choking leads left and right this season. So wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Um, but from that series, I might go. I might go Jazz, depending on how Luca, how long Luca's out. Let's say he's out for a few games, like th- two or three games. Then I'm going Jazz. But if he, yeah, that's the situation I'm going to use. So Jazz will win that. Now the East, <clears throat> one and eight. I have I said a few minutes ago. Eight Cleveland. So you have Heat and Cavs. Heat should win that as well. As well. They're a good team right now. Um, they're the best team in the East. You can lose one seed. They're not. But, again, you're playing the Cavs, who have an, a Jared Allen, who is somewhat injured. And, yeah, they're Bam, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Tyler, I'll come off the bench. They have overall just a good lineup. And then 2-7. and seven, I'd say the matchup of the NBA playoff first round is the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. This one I have the most opinions on, because I've seen a lot of stuff from the media saying stuff about this game that I just completely disagree with. First thing, um, Boston Celtics will win in six. That is my prediction. Um, I've seen multiple things in the, on the internet saying Oh, Brooklyn will easily win this. They have Kyrie. They have KD. Easy, easy, easy. There's multiple things about this. First, even if they get Ben Simmons, he will be the only player on that team playing defense. And he will not bring anything on the offense. He's just not good. We saw what happened last uh, NBA playoffs with him and the Sixers. No, he is not good. Second, Ben Simmons will be, if he does come back, he'll be coming back around, hopefully, the time Robert Williams will come back. Because they're very hopeful Robert Williams will come back sometime during the series. Then that just evens it out. Because Robert Williams, as a, although he does average 10 points per game, he's an elite defender. Yeah, he averages like 2.2 blocks per game. Gets many rebounds. He's overall very good in the defensive end. However, Boston has been doing perfectly fine 
without Robert Williams on the defense. Um, with Daniel Tice, Al Horford being absolutely great at defense under the rim and in the paint. As, and now we're bringing out to the perimeter Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. All great defenders, especially Marcus Smart, who I have as my defensive player of the year. Either I'm a homer or that's just true. I've seen multiple things saying, even though Marcus Smart is the third on the ladder, I believe defensive player of the year is going to end up between him and Michael, Michael Bridges. Um, and someone. Like Doris Burke, who is a uh, who is basically a legend in the NBA, or NBA uh, analysis world, said she believes Marcus Smart will, or she's voting for Marcus Smart. Something around that. Don't quote me. So Marcus, yeah, Marcus Smart is just he can guard one through five. He's gonna be a problem for the Nets. Offensively, of course, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, both these guys are gonna show up during them. You also have uh, Al Horford, who can be good on the def- on offense. When I was at that Bulls Celtics game, he was very good then. You know, he's a center who can shoot threes. I mean, he can't shoot those contested threes. If he's got an open three, you can rely that he's going to hit that. Um, also, the bench. The bench hasn't been improving for the Boston Celtics. Derek White's coming off. He's good. Peyton Pritchard's a good point guard. Grant Williams, even though he's degraded a bit, he could still revive himself and become who he was early in the season with one of the best, when he had one of the best um, three-point uh, shooting percentages. That's on that side. I said they don't have a defense, but I still believe that. With Ben Simmons, it doesn't really help. They have a bottom five defense in the league, even though they have some of the offensive side, they have the best um best player in the world, Kevin Durant. Um, he'll be challenged when they played him, when they played him a uh, little a few months ago or a month ago, uh, when they had Kyrie and uh, KD, they still beat him. Jason Tatum drops like 50, and KD still had around 30 or 40, but they're still very uh, guardable, I'd say. And then, of course, he had... You know, Katie, he'll be, uh, not Katie, Kyrie, he'll be um, fasting on Ramadan, but he'll still be very good. I mean, Jalen Brown, I think, or believe he'll be doing the same. So, we'll just see which one is having a better uh, Ramadan, or who can perform better during that time. But, my pick for that is Celtics and Six. Brooklyn will put up a fight, but nothing the Celtics can't handle. Once they get past them, they'll be practically unstoppable. Okay. Three and six, you have the Bucks and the Bulls. Again, Bucks should win this, I'd say, in five. Um, as much as the Bulls have good offense, they cannot get yeah, a single win for their life against good teams. And the playoffs will just show that because they can only play good teams. So I got, yeah, Bucks winning. And then four and five, Sixers and Toronto. And the Raptors. Um, Philly, they're a weird team right now. Um, you know, 
this is the one time I'm doing it. I'm going to root for them. Um, mostly because if Toronto gets in the way of the Celtics, I could hurt them because there's at least around two people on our team who are not vaccinated, who could not make the trip to um, Toronto when they played them. So, and even though Toronto, they're a good team, but they're not too hard to beat, I'd say. So, Philly probably winning that six or seven. You know, they have Jalen Embiid, they have James Harden. Um, outside of that, not too much. Not too much. Um, yeah, so those are the, those are my first round picks. What was the second round? I have, you know, Phoenix playing the Jazz. Phoenix should win that as well. They're a hot team. I'd say in seven. Um, just the Jazz are overall really well-built team. They should win that. And then the Warriors and the Grizzlies. This will be the matchup, if it happens, of the second round. Um, I do see the Warriors pulling through, even though... Memphis is a very good team. The Warriors are, well, they're, you got playoff Steph, playoff Clay, playoff Steve Kerr. No, they should win. I'd say that game goes to seven. Those That series goes to seven. Warriors will win in seven. East, Miami, and Philly. This, I'd say this is almost a joke. Even though I was kind of giving praise to Philly and Manego, they're playing Miami. Philly is. I got a lot to say about those two stars. I'll keep it in myself. But I'll say this. Joel Embiid, Embiid three throw, free throw, and Brick Ross, a.k.a. James Harden. James Harden has been putting up concert date numbers. He's not very good consistently. Maybe he'll change in the playoffs. But, I mean, it's James Harden in the playoffs and Joel Embiid in the playoffs. So... Not good. And then I got the Celtics and the Bucks. This will be a tough matchup because the Bucks, I could say, are the best team in the East. However, if the Celtics do make it to that second round, they'll have Robert Williams back. Last time they played them, the Bucks, I believe, they lost. But. It was a back-to-back game. They just came out of Chicago. They had to see Jason Tatum. They still had a great, great game. Uh, I believe Jason Tatum's out because he had a little bit of an injury, so they just didn't want to overwork him, especially before the playoffs. I'd say that goes seven. Celtics and seven. And then the Western, Western Conference Finals. Phoenix and the Warriors. As much as I've been giving praise to Phoenix being the best team in the West, I don't see them winning against the Warriors. It's maybe a hot take. Um, I feel like the Warriors will have enough momentum. I still feel like this game, this series could be either way. I um, I'm gonna get the Warriors in seven. Then. Eastern Conference Finals, Heat, and then Celtics. 
Last time the Heat and Celtics played, the Celtics did not play so well. Um, but I'm gonna say this because I'm biased. Celtics will win that in seven. The, the team's gonna have momentum as well as the Warriors, and gonna go far. Um, no, even this will be a matchup from or rematch from the bubble. But the you know, both teams changed a bit. Um, it's gonna be hard to guard guys in the like Tyler Hero or Max Struess, who are three point shooters. But I still that could be a well fought game. I got Robert Williams back. They still got Bam on the Bayou. That'll be a tough matchup under the rim. Between those two great centers, who were both candidates for defensive player of the year. But you know the Celtics have the defensive player of the year, or possible defensive player of the year. In my eyes, the Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart will shut down anyone in the perimeter. He's just—he's one of those players to just put his body on the line, especially for the championship. And this will be the first time through all those conference final games. Or, gym, or, yeah, series the Celtics have gone through where they finally win one. So my NBA Finals are the Warriors and the Celtics. This will be a great Finals. Um, however, this is not the Warriors team we saw a few years ago. The one that won without KD. This stuff has aged a bit. He's still great. But he's aged a bit. You kind of have a little bit of an older team, you know, with their stars being Clint Thompson, Draymond Green, and Seth Curry. Against the young team, who their stars are Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, and Marcus Smart. Even though Marcus Smart is kind of middle of the pack, he's 27. Still young. That game is, that's going to seven again. Most, the ones I would say Warriors and the Celtics, their series are in. Going to seven, except for those first rounds, rounders. But my pick will ultimately be cousin bias. I'd like to do. I would like to hear um, you know, others' opinions when we have them on or I have them on. Um, I bet cons will be the same like mine, but Boston Celtics will win the NBA Finals. Jason Tatum will be the Finals MVP. That's that. I'd like to see. I just said this, but I'd like to see uh, maybe our guests or cons, uh, what are their brackets look like. Um, but I wouldn't be su- too surprised if some of them were mostly the same. I mean, the championship games are. It's very hard to predict or to kind of just be like these person people making the finals. Because a lot of these teams are good, like Phoenix, like Memphis, like the Bucks, like Boston. But it'd be very interesting to see. Very interesting. All right, I'd like to um, end this episode by doing a hot take section. Now, this is a new um, section of 
the podcast I'd like to do um, per episode. Just we find a hot take out there on the internet and kind of just give our opinions on that. And this one relates to what I've been talking about this whole time. Are the, or not, sorry. The take is that the Sixers and the Jazz will not make it past the second round. Um, and I completely agree. I had that on my, you know, bracket. Um, I just don't see those teams going. They could even be first round exits. There's a chance both those teams are first round exits. Um, even though Utah's got um, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert has not really been there offensively this season. Forced to there defensively. He's a defensive player of the year. He was a year. Yeah, he's a defensive of the year candidate. But he wasn't there on the offensive end. Um, I'd say Donovan Mitchell is one of their primary um, go-tos on offense. And that's about it. Um, as well as the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, you got Joel Embiid and James Harden, but... Um, I've been calling them names. Brick Ross and Joel Embiid throw, free throw. I keep stuttering that. I know, you know, he's getting all these free throws because you got to stop him somehow. He's very dominant. But he really doesn't have too many points outside of that. If you can just limit the fouling, kind of just give him tough shots, there's a chance that you could make him drop at most 20. Wow. But it is the playoffs. Joel Embiid is not good in the playoff environment. And you have James Harden, Brick Ross, who's not been playing good, very good since he came to Philly. So, very interesting to see that. So that is this episode, the reboot episode that happens about a year later. So, thank you for listening. Hopefully, we can get either a star, a guest star, or a guest on this next episode, or the next one, we get Con return. Hell, it could even just be me again. But we'll see. And thank you for listening to Laces or Spaces, episode 4.